Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's three o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you on Dukes and Bell on a Tuesday afternoon. Mike Bell, John Chuckery in for Carl Dukes for the rest of this week, hanging out with you here as uh, you can follow us on our social media pages. Stations at 929 The Game, shows at Dukes and Bell 929. He is at Mike Bell ATL. I am at JMCH316. We will uh, talk to uh, Darren Eels coming up in about 25 minutes or so from right now. As a uh, Mike, it is a match day uh, tomorrow, believe it or not, uh, all these quick mm. uh, turnarounds. And, um, you know, didn't go uh, exactly the way uh, that we wanted to in Philadelphia. But uh, look, a quick turnaround, get it behind you. And, now on to the next, uh, still trying to get enough points to try to get one of the top seeds in the East. Right. I know that uh, I was talking to Felipe Cardenas the other day, and he was saying, yeah, they're still going to need Joseph, and they did. Uh, Darren Eels will join us. But, uh, yeah, it's just the, the way Philadelphia sets up, they, I don't want to get into the nuts and bolts of it because it confuses me, but their diamond kind of – attack and the way they, they use their formations. It just We kind of need somebody to go over the top and get Joseph in the mix. If Joseph is out, we'll get the latest from Darren. Maybe Joseph can play, can maybe sub out or do something. But uh, I was just loving how much we had the attack going the last few weeks and then just kind of really flat against Philly. But their defense had something to say about that. Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, it's yeah. – the thing about this MLS schedule with all these breaks and stuff like that, you know, a guy like Miles Robinson, think about how much soccer he's played, Mike, over the last right. couple of months. And right. and you have to you have to balance, okay, we gotta get him in and, and we wanna play him, but man, fatigue at some point is, is gonna set in if we don't give him some time and rest. And it makes it hard on some decisions. You know, guys get hurt, guys get beat up, you know, obviously, you know, Joseph. I mean, it, it's just all these little breaks and stuff like that. There always seems to be some what do you want to call them? Unintended consequences coming out of some of that stuff. Right. We do get another international break. The, the season drives you crazy sometimes in MLS. But we. the good news is if you win uh, against Miami and the way things go, if a few other guys lose, you can jump all the way up to fourth again. You know what I mean? So it's 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 like you're out right now, but we can jump right back in and be in the heart of it. That's how volatile the standings are in the Eastern Conference for MLS. Yeah, NY, NYCFC right now at 39 points. Atlanta and, and they're third in the East, uh, by the way. Right. Atlanta United sits at 36 points. So to your uh, point, uh, if you get three points, uh, you can jump up uh, in a tie for third. And I don't know, it's going to be tough. to. No one's going to catch New England as far as that right. goes at 62 points. But 
you know, the hope is, okay, can you maybe get at least the third, if not second? Nashville, by the way, sitting uh, in second uh, right now. But, of course, we'll have all of your action right here on the home of all things Atlanta United Sports Radio. Not on the game is uh, pregame at 6.30, 7 o'clock uh, kick or ish, as uh, I like to say with uh, MLS, because it's never actually uh, at 7 right. o'clock. And uh, Jason Longshore and uh, Mike uh, Mike Connie will have the call for uh, all of that uh, right here on the home of the. I'll United. see you in studio tomorrow, so I can run over there to uh, to Mercedes Benz on time. Hopefully, again, it's amazing how it takes you just about thirty five minutes to go less than three miles. Yeah. Hey man. Hey, let's see what we got though. It's time to hit an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz is brought to you by Priority Men's Medical Center. Check them out at Priority Men's Medical. Com. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, it wasn't on the rundown, Mike, but this was talked about on Sunday night. I think it was the, the Sunday night football in America show mm-hmm. um, with Mike Florio. Uh, it has been confirmed that Richard Sherman is going, and he was supposed to be there today. Mm. Richard Sherman was headed down to Tampa Bay. They've had a lot of injuries in their secondary, but Richard Sherman was going to work out for the Buccaneers, and obviously it hasn't been confirmed or anything yet as far as if they're going to sign him or what have you. But he at least was going down there, and they were going to try to see if he might, you know, what he still got left in the tank. Uh, obviously, one of the, you know, at least from a name perspective, top, you know, free yeah. agents that that is out there. But with all the injuries in their secondary, they need some help back there. I'm curious to see. Look, I threw his name out for the Falcons as a guy. Would they be interested yeah. in, in bringing a guy like him in? Now it looks like Tampa Bay at least going to bring him in for a workout. Right, and a guy that uh, at, at this stage of his career, like he's still got some gas you know, in that tank, and you can use him in the nickel. You know, you can whatever, you, however you're going to use him. When you get down to where they are and how banged up they have been, you even saw that like the opening game of the season. How Dak kept every time someone would get to subbed out, they'd be picking on that corner. And uh, again, the uh, the Rams, if you saw the Rams and the Bucks, a number of injuries. JPP out as well. Uh, Bruce Arians didn't sound too committal. At least Rick Stroud from the Tampa Bay Times was saying it sounded like JPP won't play this week. Uh, wait and see on the injury report for the Bucs. So they're banged up right now after looking like world beaters the first two. Yeah, Sherman's 33. Uh, it's one of the youngest secondaries in the NFL. So you bring, obviously, a guy that's got Super Bowl winning experience to go along with all the other Super Bowl experience guys that they got on their roster, uh, obviously, right now. But I'll be interested to see if they mm. if they sign Sherman because they they need help and see mm. what he's got, uh, got left out, out of all of it. Hey, um, he had an off-the-field thing, but it, it seems like, you know, the way things are handled up in the in the Pacific Northwest, momentary lapse in judgment, I don't think that's going to be it. Some guys are asking, is that going to be something the NFL would look at? It doesn't seem like it right now. Meanwhile, Josh Gordon, speaking of the NFL, Josh Gordon gets his latest chance. Uh, what is this? Is this strike five? Uh, yeah, at least. I mean, he's, uh, again, Steve Howe is laughing at how many chances he's getting uh, right now. Uh, out that's of a all great of 80s baseball reference yeah. right there, sports fans. Yeah. Uh, Josh Gordon is uh, on the practice squad for now for the Kansas City Chiefs. They hope in a few weeks that – or sooner rather than later, let's put it this way, that he gets up on the active roster. I did a spit take. I'm just watching because we had a little delay on Twitch. I did a little edge did a spit take when you mentioned Steve Howe. That's funny. Yeah. Well, listen, that's, uh, I mean, how many times was he suspended, for God's sakes? Like it's, seven? And it's, it's a former Dodger pitcher, guys, oh. and I believe it was, uh, he didn't like Coke, just like the way it smelled. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, those, those chalk lines never lasted when he was uh, on the mound. <laughs> was that or was it booze? I'm losing. I'm trying to forget. No, my, I think my, he was my, drugs. No, okay, I think I was, sure. yeah, Chris, did I get that drugs. right the first time? Okay, yeah, back that, to you. Yeah, back to you. Trust your instincts, Mike. Yeah, I thought it was so, blow. Back yeah, he did. He uh, he pulled the Michael Ray Richardson. If you want another good '80s reference out of all of it, but no, Josh Gordon obviously back uh, in the NFL. Um, look, he wants to go to the Chiefs. He thinks that he can be there, you know, for long term. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought what his agent said about the idea of him being there long term. 
Is this the rich get richer, Mike? I mean, with, with Josh Gordon, if he's got anything left in the tank for obviously team that struggled last couple of weeks. Brian McFadden, I think, mentioned this yesterday, filling in for Carl, that uh, you, you, know, you don't really think of Sammy Watkins as a guy that was a difference maker, right? But, you know, he's over in Baltimore now, and perhaps there's some things to be said when, you know, when, when you've got uh, other, other weapons are taken away. That you know, maybe this guy you know is uh, maybe is missed in Kansas City. Either way, if Josh Gordon can keep his head on straight, I don't know if he's still got that breakaway speed. He was a huge vertical threat in his prime, and obviously a thousand yard receiver before things got sideways. Well, look, he's if he goes, you know, gets on the active roster with the Chiefs, I think he's got the right quarterback, the right coach. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of really good players. He doesn't have to go out there and be a number one option, obviously. He doesn't go out have to go out there and be a bell cow guy. He can just slide. In. Look, it's like Antonio Brown, right? Antonio Brown didn't have to go in and be a top guy, but you saw how quickly the chemistry of him and Tom Brady, and he was a difference maker for the Buccaneers. Maybe they're hoping to catch the same kind of lightning in a bottle hey, with Josh Gordon. They've got, you know, like Tyreek Hill is doing his thing, and uh, I just, uh, when he's got no touchdowns yet, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, oh, check, check that. Tyreek Hill has got, uh, da, 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 yeah, he's got one, one touchdown. touchdown. Kelsey's yeah. got three. But the thing for, if you're just looking at their box scores, they're just they're not stopping anybody. 33, 36, 30 points. That defense is just pretty weak right now, period. Yeah, and, and you know, their offense has had some bad turnovers, you know, um, he had the one play uh, on Sunday against the Chargers where well they were going in to beat the Ravens you know on on Sunday night right, right? and right. then obviously that uh, that set up uh, Lamar Jackson for the big you know they flipped the script on that one yeah you know Mahomes had the kind of no look pass that he threw that he probably shouldn't have and it gets tipped and turned over when they're trying to drive down so uh, look uh, I'm I'm not <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan I wouldn't really be worried about where the Chiefs are it's been kind of a rough stretch and this is all new to Mahomes to actually be under 500 and all this kind of stuff but. Uh, they're still the favorites uh, in the NFC or in AFC, excuse me. For reference, guys, the uh, depth chart behind Tyreek Hill, you have Byron Pringle, Nicole Hardman, who's the speedster, yeah. and Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. So good, not great. Josh Gordon could find a slot there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, Hardman again, you know, as we we're talking with Chuck Smith, he's a gimmick guy, right? I mean, he's he's one of those gimmick kinds of players. They find a way to get the most out of all of their guys. I don't care what the name is on the back of the jersey. Their but coaching finds a way to get the most. Of all the guys, just a sidebar on NFL Blitz here on Dukes and Bell with our man John Chuckery. Chiefs one and two, Steelers one and two, and they really look like Ben. Ben is like it's Ben is falling apart on them. There's no other way to describe it. And Seattle one and two. What more surprised the Chiefs or Seattle? Um, probably the Chiefs because they feel like one of those teams that should be like 15 and one and 14 and two. Like I, I, I can, I look that division that the Seahawks are in is really good this year. Like that, every one of those teams are good. The Rams are really good. The Cardinals have been outstanding as well. San Francisco's still legitimate. Um, that's just good. That, that whole division all year long, Mike, in the mm-hmm. NFC West, that's going to be a fist fight. All, when those teams all start matching up against one another, that's going to be a fist fight with all those teams this year out there. Hey, Russell Wilson, seven touchdowns, but he's been sacked eight times. And so, you know, we always talk about you know, how many times in the last few weeks with our listeners, not all of them, just a few guys, who have this predisposition that the mobile quarterback is the way that you, it cures all your offensive oh. line woes. Well, that's I, not I, how I, it I, works. I, I missed it on Sunday. How many times did Justin Fields get sacked? And, and by the way, that's why I brought oh. up to, uh, to Chuck Smith. I mean, it, when your offensive line is that bad, I mean, you got to put your kid in a place to succeed. They couldn't even do that. Nate, I don't think Nagy's going to make it to the bye week. But, no, but Fields, this is the thing. There are guys out there, and I don't want to be negative because yesterday I was losing my mind with some of the nonsense the guys were spewing on text and even some of the phone calls. But, I mean, guys, <laughs> this is the dude you thought was going to plug in and just was going to just be anointed. 
you got to have a team around you. And I'm not, look, just like there's no reason to crap on Arthur Smith after three games, this this is Justin Fields' baptism by fire. And I I don't think you're going to define his career by one day in in Cleveland. But it was pretty bad. And I think a lot of guys weren't even seeing that coming by a long stretch, right? No, it's the idea, Mike, is it's it's not about Justin Fields. It's about the idea of, I don't care, you know, because people are like, well, you know, if the Falcons had Cam Newton, you know, it'd solve all of our problems. To do what? Like, yeah. if, if your offensive line in the NFL mm-hmm. is bad and you get jailbreaked on, yeah. you can make a case the Browns have the best pass rush in the NFL. They went out and signed a $10 million guy in Jadavion Clowney to pair with a guy who's already maybe the best pass rusher in the league, maybe right. him and, him and TJ, or, uh, uh, TJ Watt uh, for the Steelers. But they went out and spent $10 million. They already had maybe the top guy in the league and spent $10 million more, Mike, on a one-year deal to right. bring in Clowney because the more of those guys you have in the league – the, the tougher it is for opposing quarterbacks. Hey. And I don't care how fast Fields is, if you jailbreak and you can't block anybody, it won't matter how much he can run around. And, and, the, and the Cam Newton thing, like, I get it. He's a local guy. We've had Cam on the show before. It just, guys, he's not vaccinated. And whether coaches want to admit it or not, that's, no one's taking that shot because of the all that that entails. And then secondly, guys, he couldn't throw last year. Look by any metric, by any way you want to look at it. Now, look, if you want to tell me you want to bring Cam Newton in and he can run for you, and we put him in the rotation with Cordell Patterson and Mike Davis, fine, because he scored some touchdowns running last year, but he's throwing like a deer, like we say. Yeah. It's just, it's not even, it's a non-starter. And oh, by the way, guys, 31 other teams do not want him. So, I mean, stop. Stop already on that. Well, behind this offense. Yeah, behind yes. this behind this offensive line, he may just run out of the back tunnel if uh, if, if he got behind this line <laughs> after a while. Hey, man, Nick Sirianni's game plan being questioned again. Now, when I say being questioned, this is what they're saying on Pro Football Talk. But they didn't really commit to the run. Matter of fact, Miles Sanders, if you had him in fantasy, two carries for twenty-seven yards, and Kenneth Gainwell one carry for two yards. And I know the Cowboys. It was a close game for a while there for two quarters. Some people saying a uh, you kind of hit the chicken switch on the commitment to the run game against the Cowboys. Yeah, and look, Dak, uh, Dak was terrific uh, again uh, last night. Uh, the Cowboys' offense is really starting to figure some things mm. out. Dak saying, uh, I think just getting hurt last year and having to sit back and watch football, a different perspective, and just different ways people play uh, this game. This is going back to experience. Obviously, it's helped, but just studying and preparing myself and then all the work that I put in to just get back healthy, not only the leg but the shoulder and just this playbook. Now, I'm, I'm curious, how much is Kellen Moore going to get a look now or how much – hyper buzz of this Cowboys offense can figure something. Look, even in a losing effort, Dak played really well in week one against Tampa and their offense did a lot of good things. How much does Kellen Moore, Mike, now start to get elevated of guys that teams will look at as their next head coach or this, that, and the other? I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. Yeah, I mean, you should have moved on from Jason Garrett right. a while ago, but Kellen Moore's been here now. A Are they still seasons. looking for glory hole, by the way? <laughs> that's right. That's, that's, by the way, that's an oil rig uh, term. That's an oil business oh, term. It is? Was, oh, well, okay. you know, we're here in Atlanta. Some folks oh. might perceive that differently. But, uh, yeah, that was a fr- I don't <laughs> see. We don't even play that soundbite anymore. We used to play I, I, it a I, lot I, on I, the program. I've, I've been to the Pink Pony. I know what's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Either time. No, no, no. It's um, different, different club. A, but, no, but getting back to Kellen Moore, he might be the next hot property. I mean, I, I don't know if, if Andy Reid keeps having health concerns. Is Biennemi going to be running the whole thing there in Kansas City? I'm not wishing that on Andy Reid. He finally checked out of the hospital the other day. But I want to see Biennemi get a job first, then we can get Kellen Moore a job somewhere. Yeah. Uh, everybody likes that hot property, though. So, I mean, that's the thing about guys like Oh, Kellen by Moore. the way, you know, it's funny. You mentioned it with the wide receivers and the injuries. You know, it, all eyes on Biennemi, right? Because now they're going to have a little adversity. 
You know, they did beef up the old line, which was obviously a train wreck in the Super Bowl. I just, I just thought about that. We just mentioned, you know, coaches. Because this is the year, you know, Biennemi, there was some interest in USC. And I don't know if that was something, if, if he wanted, he had been in the college game. I think he definitely, as Carl said a few weeks ago, wants to be in the pros. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be interesting because people still don't give him the credit. I think people still think it's Andy Reid who's calling the shots, where we know Kellen Moore is calling the shots with this. Or, it, is, it is or do you say weird. McCarthy? Or do you say McCarthy's still leaning in on this with play calling? It is weird that, again, and maybe maybe he just hasn't found the right job that he wants, or maybe maybe he is a coach in waiting. I don't, I don't know if they do that, but, mm. I mean, certainly when you think if Andy Reid decides that, okay, I've had enough, that he has to be the guy, like why why would you go anywhere else other than Eric Bieniemy if if mm. if he if he steps down? And the Eagles, Bills, and Washington are the next three for the chefs as the Snickers had. Remember that great googly moogly thing I wrote chefs in the end zone. So the the season does get a hell of a lot easier for Patrick Mahomes and Co. By the way, Jalen Hurts, I told you, Mike, fifty nine point seven percent completion in the last two weeks, mm. two touchdowns, two interceptions, sacked four times. Eagles are zero and two since that seventy seven percent three touchdown no pick. And uh, A.J. Brown with a hamstring injury for Tennessee uh, went out. Obviously, heard a lot of fantasy owners. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wondering, you know, is Julio going to step in? Julio not really an option for them down the stretch uh, for the Titans. And more kind of cryptic conversation from their coach, Rabel, about Julio's status. Darren Eels joins us up next. We'll talk some Atlanta United. Tomorrow is match day. Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 9 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, back with you on Dukes and Bell. Mike Bell, John Chuckery hanging out with you here on this Tuesday afternoon. Be with you here for the rest of the week as Carl's getting some well-deserved time off. We'll get back into some Braves baseball as, of course, uh, taking on the Philadelphia Phillies, trying to wrap this division up. Three games with the Phillies, three games with the Mets. And if you can believe it, the Major League Baseball regular season will be over mm. with. But tomorrow is match day here in Atlanta as United will take on Inter-Miami, of course, all of the action right here on your home of Atlanta United. Sports Radio, not on the game. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kick. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. It is our weekly conversation with the president of Atlanta United, Darren Eels, joins us. He is on Twitter, at D-Eels, A-T-L-U-T-D. And, Darren, tell me a little bit about why Philadelphia has, of late, had as much success against Atlanta United as they have. Hi, John. Yeah, no, disappointing game on the weekend, I think, look. They're a good team. They were the defending Supporter Shield champions. Um, you know, playing at home is a tough place to go, but but they they do a good job. They have a game plan. They're quite disruptive in terms of you know the way they try to play. And I think you know we just you know I think everyone accepted it wasn't a good enough performance. We weren't all at 100. percent And you know you just can't do that in MLS. Go on the road against a team as good as Philadelphia and expect to get a result. So you know it's a real shame. Because even, you know, the chance itself was a bit of a soft goal that we conceded. So even if we're going to come out of that with a point, I think we'd have been obviously happy to get that. But, you know, the good thing we've got, and if there's a silver lining, is that we have a match, you know, four days later, tomorrow against uh, Inter Miami. If we win that, we're back in the playoff scene. So it's a hugely important game now tomorrow. There's so much volatility with the stand, as we were talking about it earlier, as Darren Eels joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So some of that yesterday, I should say, over the weekend with Philly, is it things different if Joseph's there, if you get the ball over the top, a little more pressure? We were all so excited about how everything seems to be rolling right now, but was Joseph a missing, a, a big missing piece for us in Philly? Yeah, look, I mean, Joseph's a great player, so you're always going to miss him. I think, you know, having that focal point at the front, it just didn't work with the two players. You know, we sort of had Luis and... Uh, Barco sort of playing the sort of false nines and it just didn't work with their big central defenders the way they were playing. I think, you know, 
which is why Gonzalo changed and brought Jackson on in the second half just to try and change the shape a little bit. So I think, you know, I think that didn't work. And clearly, you know, someone like a Joseph, obviously, mm. if you've got him playing, you feel uh, even better about your chances. President of Atlanta United, Darren Eels, joins us here on the WaitFor.com hotline as we get ready for Atlanta United Inter-Miami coming up tomorrow evening. Darren, with so many guys playing in so much international duty, I was talking about Miles Robinson. You think about how much soccer he's had to play over the last couple of months. How difficult is it to try to balance? Obviously, you want him in, and obviously you want him on the pitch, but you have to watch for fatigue, and, and obviously if you start to get fatigued, then that's when those soft tissue injuries can happen. How tough is it, you know, to try to balance out coming off international duty and trying to find the right blend of how long to play some guys? Yeah, look, it's difficult. And I thought Gonzalo was very smart. He gave Miles sort of five days off um, a couple of games ago and he missed that game um, because, you know, he looked at the sports science. We looked at the load that Miles had played. And as I think you guys may remember, it was Miles that got injured on international duty just before going into the playoffs in Mm -hmm. 2019. He played every game for us that season and it was just, you know, a long season and sometimes these things happen. So, John, you're absolutely right. It's something we've got to monitor and, you know, hopefully now as we're getting into this last stage of the season, I mean, firstly, we've got to make the playoffs. So in some respects, we can't have that luxury of of looking to rotate too much because we need to make sure we get into the playoffs. But, you know, our aim then is once we get to the playoffs, hopefully, you know, I've I've said this before, I think we'll be a dangerous team if we can make it there because, you know, we do know we've got some quality in the squad. Um, So it'll be about hopefully getting the rotation and the resting that we need um, ready for the playoff kick. And to get a home game would be just be obviously massive. It's Darren Eels with us guys here on the WaitFor.com hotline. And again, tomorrow, pregame 6.30 as we get ready for, uh, again, a team Miami, which we've actually struggled with as an ex- not an expansion team anymore, but we'll get it done. By the way, there's a funny article. I don't know if you saw this, Chakri, uh, on the ATL UTD website that goes back and it talks about Darren uh, in the days when there wasn't even a United, when Darren, you know, he was a general ma- he was a president of a team that didn't exist just yet. And apparently in the story that was written there, and it's by Sandy McAfee. Uh, you were in uh, Portland, and you're with the Brain Trust, uh, Carlos Bocanegra and uh, Rob Go- Joffrey, a couple other folks. And amongst other things, I guess after you were looking at Portland's operation, Darren, you guys go to a karaoke bar, and of all the songs, you sang Karma Chameleon by Culture Club? Nice. No, it was funny. So we were in the middle of the right dive, and to be honest, <laughs> there was hardly anyone in there when we got there, and they got you know karaoke going, and I do like a good karaoke, so Karma Chameleon... <laughs> Sort of boy George, one of my uh, my favorites when I was younger. For a laugh, I did come a chameleon in front of like twenty people, but then I put everyone else's name down. And the best thing was, by sort of an hour later, it was right. packed, and there was a lot of navy men on shore leave, yeah, wearing the uh, wearing the outfit. And I put Carlos down to sing, "You've lost that loving feeling." And as he went up there, you know. I stood on a table and said, is that Carlos Bocanegra, captain of America, you know, played over 100 times. So he starts singing it, and a couple of sailors join up uh, on stage while he's singing it. It was brilliant. (laughs) And ever since then, we've done it. So now we make uh, anyone new has to sing when we do karaoke. So we usually do it every three months. So the next one's exciting because we've got Gonzalo, obviously, due up to to sing a song. So looking forward to hearing Darren, I know you can kick field goals. Are you on standby just in case the Falcons need a punt or two, by the way? Just... I mean, I saw you kicking that field goal on your Twitter page. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, could, I mean can you punt yeah, as well was, if uh, we need you? Yeah, I was disappointed because, to be fair, I did that early on. We had a kickball tournament in the indoor facility at Flowery Branch, and mm. um, I think it was 58. It was quite a long kick. Um, I can't believe it. I never got the call, you know, in the six years <laughs> I've been with the club. 
But, uh, yeah, so I have sneakily been practicing my punting just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Eels is with us. A bunch of guys hit us up on the text line. They said, please ask Darren. He might not tell you, but please ask him anyway. So do you think we'll see Joseph tomorrow night, or are we going to save him for the weekend? Well, he was training today, so, you know, he's, he's looking like he'll be available. So that'll be a coaching decision. That sounds like you know that you know what that sounds like Darren. When I was a kid and I wanted a toy, my mom and dad yeah. would say, "We'll see," which mm-hmm. kind of means like kind of no. But hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, um, <laughs> by the way, is it is it just the, the luck of the draw against Miami? Is it what, what do they do that we've struggled with these guys? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been it's been a tricky one, as you say. We just you know they've been a team we haven't been able to get the wins against. Um, look, I think they've got quality players. You know, they've got Higuain brothers. You know, they've got Pizarro, so they've got some players that are, you know, top quality players. Um, so we know it's going to be a tough game, but, you know, this is, let's not sort of uh, mince our words. This is a game we have to win at home. You know, our fans have been electric this year again. It's been so good to get them back in the building, um, you know, with a chance for our, us to get, you know, if we win this game, we could go as high again as fourth place in the table. It's a must-win game for us. So, you know, we can't have any excuses. Tomorrow we've got to make sure we get that win. Lanny United President Darren Eels joins us here in the WaitFor.com hotline as we get ready for Atlanta and Inter-Miami coming up tomorrow night on your home of all things Lanny United Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How do you think it's been the first couple of years in Miami? They obviously you know, had the issues with the MLS and the roster management and things like that. They made a whole bunch of changes. Kind of more 35,000-foot view of how they've been as a franchise their first couple of years here in MLS. Yeah, look, I mean, I think the first thing to say is it's hard coming in as an expansion team. I know, you know, we were we were fortunate in that we came in with the amazing, you know, fan base that we had and we had success from the start. But, you know, it's it's difficult. We're seeing it with teams like Cincinnati that, you know, even Austin this season, it's not that easy to come into the league. And I think, you know, with Miami, it's a, you know, it's a big city. There was a lot of hoopla and a lot of excitement around the team coming in. I think that probably met the expectations were even higher than for just a regular team coming in. So I think, you know, they've had their challenges. I would say, look, it's pretty incredible. They built a temporary stadium, you know, because they're still waiting to get the stadium actually in Miami. And it was a really, you know, it's a really nice temporary stadium to say they, you know, put that expense there and, and managed to get that built. So, you know, they did some good things there. It's just, you know, ultimately, it's about what happens on the pitch. And as you mentioned, John, there was, you know, it's obviously been well commented upon that, you know, they had some roster issues in that first season where, in effect, they had five designated players playing. Um, so, you know, they did make the playoffs, um, but they, you know, lost in the first round to Nashville. So I think they would say that, you know, they need to build. It's a big market, Miami. It's something that's going to be important to the success of MLS. They've obviously got some some grand plans for the new stadium. So I've got no doubt they'll be successful, um, but sometimes it takes a little bit more time. Hey, before we let you go, uh, Darren, as we like to say on this show, it's all about me. I just picked up my Araujo uh, jersey. Uh, he Will he stay number 19, or are you expect him a single digit next year? Well, now you've bought one, it'll definitely change, won't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get the accent on the MLS website, so I guess I have to just get a sharpie and make an accent on the back. But, but, he, but I tell you what, though, he has been electrifying. He's been so much fun to watch, and and hopefully, if, if Joseph can't go tomorrow night, or he can you know, step in and, and do some things. Yeah, no, he's been fantastic. I think you know it's that feeling of uh, you know everyone takes a deep breath when he gets the ball. You just you know you have that sense of excitement, and you know I think he's hit the ground running. And tomorrow's a big game, you know, for him. You know, on the home with the fans behind him. I'm hoping he's got a couple of goals in him. 
7 o'clock kick coming up uh, tomorrow. All of the action right here on the home of Atlanta United Sports Radio. 92.9 The Game. They'll take on Inter-Miami, and he is the president of Atlanta United, Darren Eels, and he joined us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Darren, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes, uh, as always, this week, and uh, let's get a victory and let's get three points and get up toward the top of the standings now. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Come cool. a chameleon. <laughs> I know we've done this before, and maybe we'll do it again for uh, Chris. When was the last time we did like your karaoke go-to song? Not since I've been here. All right, then it's been okay. Then it's been at least over a go. year because we do it every every now and again. It comes up, so that will be our game winner tonight. So start thinking about that for six forty. It's your go to. You gotta, you know, you gotta sing one song for karaoke. What's it gonna be? What's my show? What's yours, by the way, John? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I have to think about that for a minute because I've got a couple things. It's usually something Sinatra. Because once I get right. you know a couple of scotches and a cigar, and you can talk and, sing Sinatra a little right, bit if you try. Right. Like Johnny, well, I see I do Johnny Cash the same logic. I was gonna right. say Neil Diamond. That's another guy you can just talk. Like you don't have to <laughs> sing; you can just talk your way through. Uh, They're coming to America. Yeah. We yeah. used to do it at like SEC media days. We have this. About, that's just about yeah. to say, Mike. That's a tradition at SEC media right. days is to go to the karaoke bar. It's usually like on Wednesday night or something right. like that. Uh, and you can always tell who the guy is. It doesn't work at this station. It works at another sports station. Who's just too too cool to be a karaoke guy? That says a lot about somebody in my mind, John. Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna make a swarmy remark. <laughs> no, just, I know who you're you know, talking about. We're all having let your hair down and have fun, but you know, we notice Chris. Some guys just aren't guys, guys. But Darren is, and we always appreciate the weekly visits. Speaking of guys, guys, and who's coming when up we next? Get back? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a squid to Billy, and he's ready to roll, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, man's coming up next. If you can believe it uh, already. So, hey, we'll hear what Squid Billy has to say up next. Dukes and Bell hanging out on this. Tuesday afternoon. Sports Radio, not the game. Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9, the game. Back with you on Dukes and Bell, hanging out on this Tuesday afternoon. Mike Bell, John Chuckery in today. And the rest of the week for Carl Dukes as he's getting a little vacation time today. Of course, you heard the intro. We bring in our guy, Squid Billy. It is Yeah Man, No Man. Squid, how we doing today? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good. Uh, I'm good, John. How are you? Man, we're great. Listen, Braves uh, about to wrap up the division. Baseball season about to get, you know, finished up and getting to playoff baseball. Falcons got to win. What could be bad about things right now? Oh, it's great. Hey, it's uh, Brian McCann bobblehead uh, yes. night tonight. Mm-hmm. So if you get down there, well, first fifteen thousand folks, uh, we'll get a, a Brian McCann bobblehead uh, giveaway tonight. I saw a picture of it, Squid, and again, we all love Brian McCann. But if you don't, it could also double as Zach Brown. So I think either way, you're a winner with this one tonight. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it could be a special edition, uh, one one of one. <laughs> but no, man, everybody loves. We used to have B Mac on the on the old station I worked for. We used to do like the Jim Rome with him. Uh, Chuck used to get a kick at like. Mac, this guy rakes. Anyway, so that to be really cool tonight and get down here, man. Let's hope, guys, bring – I mean, look, it, it, it's a lot of fun. This is the playoffs. I mean, we it's like a playoff-type atmosphere, I should say, John. The pennant race is here, so hopefully the crowd will bring the heat. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Solaire, Freeman, Albies, Riley, Duvall, Rosario, Darno, Swanson, and Morton is your lineup tonight. Gotcha. Sounds pretty solid to me. Uh, you know, look, I have been um, really – really into Monday Night Football this year more than others because sometimes it loses its luster because you get games that are, you know, trash. Like last night's game, let's be honest, was, wasn't was very good. It was very one-sided. But the Mannings have kept me kind of engaged. And, I mean, I don't know what kind of person wouldn't like the Manning broadcast, to be honest. I mean, I've seen people tweet about it, maybe that work for this show. I just don't know what kind of person oh, would Oh, does Chuckery not like the Manning? Oh, you're saying no, Chuckery doesn't like I, the Manning? No, it's not Chuckery. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's not Chuckery. I don't know if he's going to turn his mic on. Chris doesn't like the Manning cast? Uh, not a fan, to be honest. Wow. Wow. He's a hater. Wow. Send your hate tweets to him. Oh, yeah, he'd, he'd rather listen to uh, Levy and Riddick and uh, 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 Bob Greasy's I mean, son. Eli, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, or Brian Greasy. I, 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 I get where you're coming, Chris. That's who I want to get my information I want to watch the game, Mike. Listen, I know I'm going to sound like get-off-my-lawn guy. I don't yeah. need all the glitz and gadgets with it, man. But that's not the main broadcast, though, right, is no. the Manning cast? No, it's, it's on it's, ESPN Deuce. Okay, yeah. so why do you, you don't have to watch it. Well, the funny thing is He's you can not. actually listen to the Mannings talk and watch the game, too, because they have the game on the screen. So I don't know if you knew that, but but anyways. <laughs> I didn't realize we were working with an MIT graduate on the program, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, shots fired. Hey, you know what? KSU's on its way, all right, buddy? So you just simmer down. Just you got some clips down. for us or what, Bo? Let's go. Come on, baby. All right. So we want to well, – first off, one of my favorite moments, which did, we don't have a soundbite of, was when uh, – Peyton Manning raised his arms, and he had pit stains, and Eli decided to call him out on it. I thought that was hilarious because he kind of, you know, Eli has kind of figured out that the fans want to hear him rip Peyton. Right, pick on your big brother. Fun. Right. So one of the things they were talking about was the little, the little hip motion that Dak does when he's warming up, which a lot of the guys do. It's a Tom House thing. Mm-hmm. And Eli decided he was going to mimic it and Peyton decided he, you know, he he, he thought so, that Eli didn't do it as well as Dak. Better Eli, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Dak. Yeah, he's getting much oh, yeah. more torque, right? Torque. You're, what about the you're, torque? Your boys' medium jeans are kind of keeping you from really kind of getting turned. So I'm going with Dak <laughs> in the loose sweats. Your boys' medium jeans. That made me laugh. Like, I, I like these guys, and I get a kick out of it. And, you know, last night they had Nick Saban on. Now, Saban really didn't bring a lot to the party last night, but Saban was on. They always had a lot of big guests. LeBron dropped in last night, too. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, we actually have a Saban cut. But before we get to that, 
LeBron was on there talking about getting offers from the Seahawks and the Cowboys when the NBA was locked out to play tight end. And so ESPN immediately decided to capitalize this on one of their great morning shows, and they literally asked the question, would LeBron have been a Hall of Fame tight end in the oh, NFL? God. <sighs> so, Chuckery, what do you think? I mean, you're, you're, you're what, always what show three was that, six was that months that, ahead. Was that the oh. Get Woke show that they have or whatever? With, no, with this is 20? the one that Get Woke got fired from. It was a Stephen A. Uh, oh. show oh. with the first take. What was was – Tebow with him, or who was with him? Uh, oh, he had uh, Keyshawn this morning. Ugh. I just, I, again, I don't want to sound like we say this all the time. You know, God bless them. They're making a fortune, yada, yada, yada. But it's, I just, who, the, the topics, when I see these topics, like I, what John and I were talking about is when I'm at the gym, I'm like, who gives a crap? I mean, who wants to, who wants to watch people discuss that for five minutes? Again, I, just, I mean, I, who are these producers that come up with this stuff? I understand they've got like 24 hours of programming they got to put on, but good Lord. I mean, there's plenty of things to talk about other than, is LeBron a Hall yeah. of Fame? A complete hypothetical yeah. question. Uh, you have no ba- nothing to base on right. other than he was a exactly. great high school athlete. It right. sounds like a former host I worked with at another station. If, if LeBron James now, hold on. was a tight end, hold on. what Bra- kind of tight end would he now, be? Brandon Adams is now a proud member of this family yes. of, of broadcasters. Uh, our buddy Brandon well, does you TV. Know, Mike, if you could like just play nation. theater of the mind for a minute and not have to name everyone, we oh, could have gotten sorry. away with it. Yeah. Well, no, but your impression was so good. Who wouldn't know you were doing – who would not know you were doing Brandon Adams? Mike, listen Cha-cha. I mean, you got to be better than that, Mike. You oh, hold be on now, Chuckery. You can't what? do steak because uh, he technically wait, appears wait, wait, on wait, wait, our, wait, our, our air I, as well. Uh, I just had a frog in my throat. I, yeah. I wasn't doing yeah. anybody. Yeah. By the way, while we're talking about former coworkers, <laughs> I had a great Reuben last night in Palmer's down in Peachtree City. Back to you, Squid. Never underestimated right. a good Reuben. During the next segment, always got a frog in this segment. <laughs> this is going off the rails. It always goes off the rails with Chuckery. <laughs> During, uh, you know, the one impression I can nail, Mike can't even let me do it. You can't even give me that, Michael. Let's just say if LeBron James played football, would he be a Hall of Famer at tight end? Back to you, Wolverton. <laughs> now, by the way, real quick. All right, we got, now we're so far. My dad always told me when you do inside jokes, you got to let people in on this. So, all right, so we Brandon worked with us at an old station with another guy, and, and Brandon one time on a slow day at the ranch did the old great philosophical questions. Beethoven was an amazing composer. Could Beethoven have been a tremendous writer? And so that was that was the premise, and that's what we're talking about. And now, no, now nobody has any idea what we're talking and about. His co-host I, couldn't speak. All right, on oh, to the next thing. Wow. <laughs> Shots. I mean, you're like, you know, we're going to change the name of this from Yeah Man No Man to the Shot Doctor with Squid Billy. <laughs> you know Atlanta, what? Great, great Atlanta Radio Archives uh, is what it is. Well, now. that that bridge. I mean, uh, that guy tried to hit me up to buy some kind of pyramid ski from him years later. Oh, so again, whatever. I am not. I want to disassociate myself from these comments at this stage. And Squid Billy, you're on an island right now. Back to you. I'm always on an island. That's what I. Do. All right, when Nick Saban was on with Eli and Peyton, let's get back on topic. Too uh, late. <laughs> e- Eli might have took a shot at Nick Saban. Great, great play by the Oklahoma quarterback right there, Darren Hurts. Alabama. Oh, that hurts. That, that's, oh. Hey, hey, please flip him again for that little shot. All right, Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. Eli, come on, give me a break. Well, I, I tell you, I have to uh, say great, this. About great play Jay. right there. Uh, there's not very many guys that ever played college football that went 26 and two as a starter uh, and got replaced. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
It's true. And, and, and But again, Eli, it was funny because uh, Peyton, they, they took a bit of a shot too. He said that he enjoyed when he beat uh, the one time he played Saban. It was with the Dolphins and he was obviously with the Colts at the time. And he said uh, he loved making some big plays and watching, uh, I guess, Saban yell at Kirby, who was coaching the secondary at that point for the Dolphins. So, so Riveting they, they retort from Saban there. I don't know how anyone could miss that, huh? No, I got to be honest with you. I, I, he was not... Saban in the proper environment, I presume, can be entertaining. That was not it last night. Did, he give, be, did he give an Aflac commercial or anything like that? I mean... Hey. No, and, and Chris Chris is, you know, not not a fan of the Manning cast. That was not one of the better segments last night. Do you guys sure. think? Do you guys think that Saban went on just to help his recruiting of Arch Manning? I think that everything he does is about as <laughs> as an ulterior motive right. or ultimate it, goal. Yeah, so there, yes. there, there's no off the cuff with Nick Saban. There's ne- every one of those press conferences where he's got his target in the crosshairs. They're all planned and ready to go. He doesn't do anything off the cuff. So his appearance last night isn't anything like. Hey, let me go hang out with the Mannings and talk some NFL football. Ain't nothing like that about Nick Saban. All right, real quick. Uh, media days for the NBA was yesterday. Uh, the Nets did theirs. And Kyrie Urban was answering questions about basically he seems to be one of the players that isn't vaccinated because there's a couple for the Nets, according mm-hmm. to their general manager. And so it got me to thinking if he is unvaxxed, he will not be able to play their home games due to rules in Mm -hmm. New York. At Barclays and all that in Brooklyn. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said if you're not vaxxed, they should uh, kick you off the team, basically, or not pay you. Well, I I said This this is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying this, okay? You know, San Francisco and New York City are the two places that have this rule. And that was my point is, okay, so if Durant or Irving or Steph weren't vaccinated, huh, the league's just going to be okay with those guys not playing. Okay, all right, I got you. That'll so, happen. But, I mean, again, look, we've talked a lot about, you know, the backs here. And, and you know, again, it's it gets sideways. The conversation immediately gets sideways. But he says that, you know, again, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, carries a lot of weight, and he says that vaccinated players to be removed. And, by the way, Kyrie, like, can we just call it what it is? The guy's a meathead, okay? Tremendous talent. He's entitled to his opinion. One of his opinions is also that the world is flat, guys. The earth is flat. Look it up. All right, this, this is like the NFL is going to cancel games if you don't have enough. No, players. but I mean, but I mean, I just, I just, some of these guys. I just wonder what, what, what's the thought process? You need to do more research, more information. I mean, come on, guys. Well, the the the, the whole point though is, are the are the uh, the Nets a favorite in the Eastern Conference if Kyrie Irving has to miss half the games? Right. Well, and it, well, they got to stay healthy. Bottom line, but I mean, this is part of that equation, John. I mean, he's got to be out there. And I mean, it's a, are you telling me New York New York State's going to make a special dispensation for a Brooklyn Net? Well, no, they're not. But that's the point. I mean, are they a favorite? Because they can't be a favorite without Kyrie, no. can they? No, it defaults. I guess you default back to the box, right? Andrew Wiggins had the uh, same thing happen. For reference, in California, they had the same rules. In yeah, New York. San Francisco and yep. New York yeah. are the two cities at this. Yeah, John is, just said that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came, he came out yesterday and basically said, you know, stop asking me questions about it. He was sitting up there at the podium, firing back at the reporters, and it was very awkward. He basically said, "It's my body, my decision, and if you try to tell me what to do, that's like me telling you what to do." And he would not back down. So he potentially is welcome. Missed forty two, forty three games. Yeah, mm. yeah or. 41 because they play, uh, what, 82 games? All right, the holidays are coming, guys. It's all. Hey, hey, Mr. Fancy Pants over there, they do travel to New York and play in the garden if you really want to yeah, get technical, also, Mr. I Fancy also Pants. Read, I also read something. I'm not sure how true it is. But I read it, that they won't apply that to visiting teams, which mm. makes no sense to me whatsoever. But – that's what I'd read. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about wackiness, John, the U.S. Open, you know, if you want to look for a precedent, the U.S. Open had to have everybody who worked there at the facility in Flushing vaccinated, but the players didn't have to be vaccinated. Well, and it's funny because they just had 
21,000 people in Arthur Ashe Stadium for AEW Wrestling, and I promise you there weren't a whole lot of masks or anything like that uh, mm. in the event that they just had there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many pro wrestlers are vaccinated. All right, guys, the holidays are coming. It's all good. The Georgia Hemp Company with locations in Woodstock, Decatur, and Sandy Springs have a full line of your favorite CBD products, like some lotions and some oils. They also have a full line of CBD for your pets. Check out thegeorgiahipcompany.com. Chris, hit the music. Mm, Lordy. All right, we get back to the top of the hour. It will be time for the dog report. Uh, Clemson, not just losing on the field, but losing off the field uh, as well. A few other stories uh, to get into. I want to ask Mike something, too, about this Florida State program. Uh, this is... you, you, can, you can table that till Saturday if you <laughs> yeah, want. This is uh, good stuff here. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio after the game, the Odyssey.com app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 